With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment to you? It's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer. Welcome to The Nature of Healing. Hello, healers. I'm Roseanne. Today, I want to talk about health freedom and the freedom to choose how to live in a society that's becoming more and more restrictive to the point of tyrannical. The word fascist just no longer describes what is happening, not only in this country, but around the world. And if you can step back far enough to see this bigger picture, we are all witnessing the rollout of several global agendas happening simultaneously. And I'm going to talk with you about the obvious threat to parents with children who feel their rights are disappearing under new vaccine mandates. And those mandates are being tested in some states. You might have heard of SB 277 that began it all in California, 2015. And this is all due to the measles hype that's in the media. But I'm also going to talk to those who watch TV and see the scaremongering there. This is a planned attack from all angles, and it's all surrounding the measles virus. So whether you are a parent and hear about it through the schools or through Facebook and the social media networks or through media, television, papers, it's everywhere. You are not going to be able to avoid it unless you live under a rock. And it appears that when they couldn't scare people off with the Ebola virus threat or the Zika virus threat, they are returning to the measles viral threat. Everyone has heard of the measles. And when one group of people owns the airwaves, they control the narrative. And if they say that the measles is a deadly killer and they censor those who disagree and might have proof that that's not true, well, they have a corner on the information market. And they're using this threat to coerce you into getting a new MMR vaccine. Well, that might not sound horrible on the surface of things, but if they can coerce people through social engineering so easily with this one hype, what else are they hyping? How much of what we hear in the news, in the media, in the papers, how much of that is actually real? I mean, we have to begin to question reality itself. I recently wrote a blog titled, School Located National Vaccination, Do You Consent? Because this is the next phase where this 
attack this project is going. It's school-located vaccination, SLV. It is the next so-called attack. And recently it's been reported that dentists in Oregon are now legally qualified to give kids vaccinations. That's in addition to pharmacists in all 50 states that can do the same, administer vaccination. And this is bleeding over to the schools. And the school-located vaccination program means that registered nurses or registered care providers could also be doing the same for children in the school setting, in the public school setting. So people need to know about this because otherwise you're going to be taken off guard. It's going to hit you one day. There is not going to be a piece of paper that comes home asking for your signature, your permission to allow this to happen. Um, they've already tested that. People have already been through that, that first stage of testing. And when they roll out this SLV, it's just going to be a done deal. Schools will be allowed to be part of the uh, system, the medical system. And what makes this possible? What makes it possible to deliver vaccines to children through the public school system? Well, one reason is that the school-located vaccination has a long history in the U.S. It began in 1875 in New York City schools, where they delivered the smallpox vaccine. Then, fast forward to the 1950s, schools delivered the soft polio vaccine. Then in the 1990s, schools conducted catch-up clinics for the Hep B vaccine. In 2009, schools injected the H1N1 vaccine. You remember that fiasco where more people died of the side effects of the vaccine, the direct effects of the vaccine than they did from the flu. In 2012 and 2013, an SLV project in rural Kentucky deployed the HPV vaccine. And all of this was not for health purposes. The goal was to improve vaccination rates. Now, this is all according to goal number four of the 2010 National Vaccine Plan. This plan goes actually to 2020, and there are different stages in this plan uh, where they expect milestones to be reached. And in goal four, it says healthcare providers must continue to improve access to and acceptance of vaccination providers in non-traditional healthcare settings. School-located vaccination can augment other emerging alternative vaccination sites. So, you look into this document and you see that the Department of Health and Human Services follows a global vaccine action plan. And it's all determined not by any court or Congress, but by a National Vaccine Plan Advisory Committee. Who sits on this committee? Nobody knows. But they have four goals there. I'm not going to go through these goals. You can read them all. I'll attach a little uh, link in the notes. But these goals require a coordinated collaborative effort across what they call, quote, the entire vaccine ecosystem, end quote. Now, the sources of this 
plan, the groups that are involved include a wide variety from philanthropic groups such as the George Soroses of the world to vaccine makers, state and local healthcare providers, the World Health Organization, UNICEF, the general public, medical providers, and professional societies, professional medical societies. This strategy is described in a position paper uh, by the National Association for School Nurses, which represents the government accepted narrative. Their Journal of School Nursing reports, quote, school nurses are trusted professionals within the school and community settings and can play a pivotal role in the success of SLD. They are ideally placed to identify students who have missed vaccines. Hmm. Now I thought you could choose whether you wanted a vaccine or not. Anyway, this narrative is repeated in studies published by the American Academy of Pediatrics, which is a group that claims to be dedicated to the health of all children. Um, their 2017 study suggests that, quote, SLV is key for adolescents who have significantly lower rates of vaccination due to lower rates of office-based visits. Well, up until recently, the schedule did not include adolescents. As you get older, you, you pay less and less visits to the, the doctor, but still, uh, they are wanting to make sure that they're getting all these children before they reach adulthood. Because once you're an adult, you may have learned that you don't need to go see the doctor. Because the more you see the doctor, the more you see the doctor, right? <laughs> but if we look at what is happening here, they are declaring that registered providers are the ones that are the foundation of this, this program. And they can deploy these biologics through a needle without parental permission. And just because they can do this doesn't make it right. Just because the Nurses Association claims that school nurses are well-versed in the importance of, quote, deterring and eradicating vaccine-preventable diseases and the issues that are unique to their school community, end quote, does not qualify them to replace parents to decide what is best for each child. So the narrative keeps being repeated from different parts of the spectrum here. The Journal of School Health, uh, 2015 writes, the school is an ideal place to reach 52 million children from all cultures, socioeconomic groups, and age groups that attend each day. And the school is conveniently located in a familiar and trusted community environment. SLV also offers a convenient option for parents to have their children receive needed vaccinations without having to arrange for a healthcare provider visit or take time from work. Yeah, they want you adults to constantly be working. Don't pay attention to what's happening with your children. Do your job, don't ask questions, and let the schools take care of everything. Now, what is this all leading up to? Well, that vaccine plan that I talked about earlier, it all leads to ensure significant progress by 2020. And what happens in 2020? That's the Healthy People 2020 Act. The Healthy People 2020 Act has a section in the act 
that plans for schools to, quote, play a key role in the deterrence of vaccine preventable diseases, end quote. Because high vaccination coverage is, quote, an important public health objective, end quote. So they're saying that these SLV programs provides the important opportunity to immunize youth, immunize is their word, vaccinate youth with limited access to healthcare services in the community at large. And I also found that in advance of this act, so just before 2020, studies are evaluating whether state laws permit the implementation of standing orders programs or SOPs to increase uptake of vaccines. So they're covering all bases. Do you consent as a parent who might have a child in the public school system? Well, a lot of parents are now questioning whether they want their kids to stay in the public school system, whether it might be more convenient to homeschool kids. Then again, if you are two parents who are both working full time just to make ends meet, how is that going to happen? So we need to talk about this now to be able to plan and prepare for what's coming, if indeed it's coming. Nobody's really talked about this, publicly announced it, but if you can connect the dots, you can see where this is leading. Permission is not required. It's no longer about informed consent. It's about implied consent. I mean, if you take all of what's happening, not just here with the vaccine issue, but with the 5G rollout, with the modification of our weather, cloud seeding has been done since the 1800s. I mean, all this information is coming out now. But if you take all of this into consideration, do you feel like you've woken up on the wrong side of the galaxy? Are we in a different timeline? I mean, was the matrix reset when we all slept? It reminds me of the movie Sleeping Beauty. Remember when that magic dust blew over the whole city and everybody fell asleep until the prince came and kissed Sleeping Beauty and woke everybody up? Today, if you go in for surgery, major or minor surgery, when you sign the consent form, you're also consenting to being injected with vaccine. They're called biologics in the contract. If you're one who might even read that, that consent form, you wouldn't necessarily see the word vaccine, you would see the word biologics in which vaccines are included. And usually this is the flu shot because it will show up on your itemized bill after the surgery. It just begs the question, you know, are we going to have to show our vaccine papers just to step into a hospital soon? Um, if vaccines are so important that they're going to give them to you without you knowing about it while you're in surgery. So this leads us to the idea of questioning everything pay attention to the language and question everything. First, there is no such thing as vaccine preventable diseases when vaccines cause the diseases for which they claim to prevent. And I can leave a link showing the trail of that cause and effect. Secondly, there is no such thing as public health. Public health is a term created by the Rockefeller Foundation in 1913. Public health is a trap. It does not exist outside of individuals who make up the public. 
right? It's like the forest for the trees. The forest doesn't exist without individual trees, just like the public doesn't exist without individual human bodies. Likewise, public opinion, public safety, public body, and public perception are myths. These are myths that political elites promote in order to manufacture consent to justify their right to power and to maintain the status quo. There is only individual opinion, individual safety, individual bodies, and individual perception. Okay? We almost have to unlearn and relearn what the truth is because they play with the language. Language is very specific in the government and political systems. The public school system is a planned conveyor belt for a public health agenda. I mean, these kids are enrolled and they're sitting ducks for whatever the government wants to use to indoctrinate your children. If you understand the true definition of public by the authors who write the narrative, you can see how the language is used against you and me, against the individual. Before the vaccine was developed, the American Medical Association claimed that the measles was a benign childhood illness. And in 1967, the Public Health Service marketed the measles vaccine as a way to eradicate the measles virus through a mass vaccination campaign, right? Suddenly it was dangerous. Today, the AMA claims these mild diseases are highly contagious and result in illness, disability, and death. But what we have to know is that this plan, this global plan that's being marketed in individual countries right now, it's not just for kids. Measles shots will be administered to adults soon thereafter. The CDC claims that as measles cases are rising, adults will need an MMR booster. I mean, you saw this coming, right? The same CDC that says the killed measles vaccine um, available in 1963 and 1967 was not effective. They now say that there's no downside to getting a dose of measles vaccine. And this is said by a professor at Vanderbilt University, William Schaffner, an infectious disease and vaccine expert, of course. He says, if you're already protected, it won't help much, but it won't harm you. And if you happen to be susceptible, it will give you over 90% protection. How does he know this? I mean, we're supposed to trust the experts here. It's no coincidence that this narrative is growing louder to coincide with the Healthy People 2020 Act, which takes advice from this Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. And it will be recommending 13 vaccinations for adults. Now, when individuals buy into a public health ideology, all thinking stops. Suddenly, people begin to believe that these benign childhood illnesses no longer exist, and every infection from the flu to measles to chicken pox is deadly. I mean, pretty soon the common cold will not be the common cold. It will be the deadly cold. Do you see where this is going? People used to have measles parties. The young people of today won't remember it if their grandparents aren't around to tell them about it. They won't know about it. Everyone will believe that the CDC approved shots 
can be ineffective one year, but safe and effective the next. We'll just accept it. Just like the flu shot, every year they're saying it's less than 10% effective, but yet the next year the, the new flu shot rolls out. Yet according to the VAERS database, which collects reports on vaccine injury and death, and reports by the vaccine court, no deaths today result from the measles infection. While there are many deaths that have been attributed to the MMR vaccine. So what do we do? What do you do? Well, first, if you're questioning something, ask yourself, by what authority do registered nurses, a public school system, a public health authority, or any group claim power over parents or over you? Who certifies the certifier? If public schools only serve to indoctrinate, then it's time to go back to the homeschool. Now, I've linked up an article, too, that shows there are 100 reasons to homeschool your kids. Nearly 2 million U.S. children are homeschooled, and the homeschooling population is increasingly reflective of Americans' diversity and the need for self-directed learning. But it's not proving to be easy to homeschool these days. So, you know, look at both sides of the equation when you're considering this. In California, they're targeting homeschoolers because they're moving out of the public school system and they're losing all those kids that they've had access to for so long. So just be aware of what's happening in other places and prepare for, for the possibility that that may come close to a school near you. The thing is, choice cannot be legislated. Everybody still has a choice. To consent to public health dictates is to give up your individual liberty, your inherent rights. And you do that in exchange for public rights. But public rights do not exist. They are merely attempts to legislate choice. So how do you combat this at a state or local level? Well, in Oklahoma, the people there felt compelled to protect choice through amending an act. It was bill number 2339, and I can link this as well. It's related to schools. This addendum reads, quote, as provided in the Parents' Bill of Rights, a student shall not be vaccinated at school or on school grounds or receive a vaccine as part of the mobile vaccination effort without prior written authorization, including the signature of the parent or legal guardian of the student for the vaccine or group of vaccines to be administered during a single visit, end quote. This type of legislation comes just in time because, interestingly, this week, and today is June 13th, 2019, by the way, marks a vote by members of the American Medical Association to support state policies to allow minors to override their parents' objections to vaccines. In other words, minors can consent to vaccines because, as one AMA member put it, quote, many children go unvaccinated as anti-vaccine-related messages and advertisements target parents with misinformation. Allowing mature minors to provide informed consent to vaccinations will ensure these patients can access this type of preventive care, end quote. So right away, my radar goes up. What is the definition of a mature minor, according to the state? 
Well, the parents have no say anymore. So here again, we see the removal of parental rights over their children in favor of state control to suit an agenda. If you recall, this agenda began back in March of 2019 with headlines that read, anti-vaxxer teen tells Congress why he vaccinated himself against his mom's wishes. This story, if you recall, it was completely contrived, featuring Ohio teen Ethan Lindenberger, who defied his mother, who was a homeschooler, which ironically went viral last fall and got all sorts of media attention. Why do you think that is? The media efficiently demonized both those people who want a choice about what goes into their bodies, as well as homeschoolers. And they propelled this rhetoric about kids' rights. It was all predictive programming. That's a perfect example of predictive programming. And for a unique breakdown proving the entire story was contrived, listen to Zachary Hubbard on YouTube decode the headlines using Gematria. Welcome back, True Seeker. Want to talk about two stories this week having to do with vaccines. We had the 18-year-old who supposedly got himself vaccinated against his mother's wishes. He went before the U.S. government this past Tuesday, March 5th. He was Ethan Lindenberger. Want to talk about that? And also want to cover this story of the 30-year-old man who got measles. Also in the news this week, March 7th, story out of Chicago. We'll start with Ethan Lindenberger. So, 18-year-old Ethan Lindenberger appeared before the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions on Tuesday to talk about how he decided to get vaccinated against the wishes of his mother, who is anti-vaccine. Lindenberger is a senior at Norwalk High School in Norwalk, Ohio. He gained attention in November by asking about how to get vaccinated despite the opposition of his kind of stupid parents and a discussion on Reddit. Keep in mind, Reddit is a posting board that features a lot of government-sponsored propaganda. Anti-vaccine proponents espouse a widely discredited view that the vaccines can cause autism or brain damage. And notice, every time they come out and say that there's no connection, realize that this same scientific community acts like it's a big mystery where all these disease and illness are coming from. You know, they just shrug their shoulders. They say, we don't know, but it couldn't be vaccines. No, it couldn't be the chemicals in the food. Anyway, look at this young Jewish man's name, Ethan Lindenberger. What's Lindenberger equal? 113? Hmm, where's that number come from? Well, it comes from the Talmud. Baba Kamal 113a. Jews may use lies to circumvent a Gentile, which is a non-Jew. And 113 is this number coded into deception. Mainstream's 113, so is dishonest, so is perverted, so is not true, so is not honest, so is not factual, so is disinfo, so is politics, so is perjury, so is fiction, so is bullshit, so is infidelity, so is divorce. And there's even more to that list. 113, a number of deception. 
The name Lindenberger does sum to 113 with the alphabetic order. It sums to 211 when you flip the alphabetic order around. Now, 211 is the 47th prime number. Special relationship. We talk about it all the time. The apprentice equals 211. Trump equals 47. I have a campaign. What is 47? It's a number that is stamped on all government-sponsored propaganda. It's a number that symbolizes government. So anyway, Lindenberger, 211, the 47th prime, anti-vaccine is 47, the way they coined it. He's from Ohio, 47. Again, government's 47. The day he went before the U.S. government, March 5th, 2019, that was a date with 47 numerology. Go figure. 3 plus 5 plus 20 plus 19. So, of course, Lindenberger, a Jewish name. The media pushing hard against people who speak against vaccines. And the question everyone should ask about themselves with vaccines is why have the vaccination schedules increased so much? Why has that happened? Um, I believe if you search on my blog, vaccine schedule might be vaccination schedule. This is what everybody should be asking about. Why has this happened? Why has the number of vaccines increased to so many over the years? I was born in 1983. You know, I got a number of shots and vaccines, but nothing like what the children get today. And the children today have way more health problems than we've ever seen at any period in the history of humankind. So, I mean, if it's not the vaccines, what is it? Seriously, what is it? No one wants to answer these questions. They just want to say, oh, conspiracy theory, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, just want to remind you something. You know, this code of letters and numbers comes from Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah. It's no secret who runs the media. It's no secret who runs the banks. Notice in Gematria, Jewish, Masonic, occult, Gematria, English, they all sum to 74. And the reason that matters is because of this next story we're going to look at. So this story came out March 7th about a 30-year-old man out of Chicago. By the way, the number 113, 113, that's the 30th prime number. But we get this man, Joshua Narius. Let me just read the reporting. Three years ago, Joshua Narius, a 30-year-old software product manager in Chicago, developed a high fever and a rash. Doctors prescribed antibiotics, but Narius just got sicker and sicker. Joshua went to the emergency room when a doctor said it looked a lot like the measles. He had been vaccinated as a child. Narius texted the question to his mother. She sent back a thumbs down emoji. So they're making the mother seem like she's a child, you know. Who communicates through emojis that's an adult? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to offend a lot of you. I know almost everyone does now, but that's also something about our society, right? We're all being <laughs> made to be more childish, you know. Anyway, but that's what that sentence indicates. She sent back a thumbs-down emoji, like she's a little baby. His next stop was an isolation room at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Narius became so weak that at one point he couldn't walk without assistance. He lost 25 pounds. It took months to fully recover. It felt horrible, he said. It took a serious toll. He thinks about the current measles outbreak, which is like, what, 30 people? <laughs> Which started in Washington State. Remember, vaccine equals 42. Washington's the 42nd state. 
where dozens of children have suffered because their parents chose not to vaccinate them. Keep in mind, children, you know, used to grow up and measles was just part of their life and it actually wasn't that big of a deal. He knows that their suffering in his own three years ago could have been avoided. It makes me so angry. My parents thought they were doing the right thing. They were persuaded by the anti-vaxxers, he said. So, let's just look at this. Measles, what's his name? Joshua Nereus. Notice measles with the alphabetic order 74. Joshua's 74. Joshua Nereus. When you flip the alphabetic order around 74. What a perfect story. And how about what his mom sent? A thumbs down emoji? Oh, that equals 74. <laughs> how about that term anti-vaxxers? Gematria, the just like government. 133, 137. Just in case you are new here, you want to know the four base ciphers. Alphabetic order. 133 is where government sums to a 133 with the alphabetic order. Alphabetic order and rules numerology, government 52. Reverse alphabetic order, government 137. Reverse alphabetic order with rules numerology 47. And again, 47, big number in DC. Authorities DC, <laughs> authorities 47. The letters DC's 47. DC was laid out by a 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemason from France, 47. Republicans, 47. Democrats, 47. White House is 47. President is 47. The name Trump, 47. Again, The Apprentice, 211, the 47th prime. Manafort with his 47 months yesterday. And um, just in case you're under the illusion that, oh, because there's four ciphers, maybe you can get anything to sum to 47, false. My name's Zachary, no 47s. My middle name's Keith, no 47s. My last name's Hubbard, no 47s. It's a designed system, and you want to know these four ciphers. These numbers are encoded in propaganda again and again. The numbers are a language themselves, and when you learn the code, you see just how repetitive the numbers are. And there you have it. All contrived. Thank you, Zachary Hubbard. We can learn something every day. And we now see what that was predicting, the rise of kids to make their own decisions about vaccines. This agenda goes to the United Nations CRC. I've written about this before. It's the Convention on the Rights of the Child, which the UN is calling a human rights treaty. And it sets out civil, political, economic, social, health, and cultural rights of children. Parents are no longer relevant because the state has stepped in to grant the children rights. And remember, rights do not come from government. If you can see this agenda more clearly, you can begin to see other agendas that can form individuals into the groupthink dynamic. Another agenda is the transgender agenda, also written about that, which allows minors to override parents' objections to hormone therapies and surgeries to change their gender. The pedophilia agenda is another, and it could let minors override parents' objection to underage sex and child marriage. Some laws in some states already support both the transgender surgeries and the child sex, which is really child slavery. And if children are slaves of the state, 
and parents no longer have rights over their children, what does that make all adults? I'll let you ponder that answer. When it comes to government overreach, the tool for individual empowerment or re-empowerment is found in the spirit of the Declaration of Independence. Now, this little known document doesn't get much voice, but it is the true spirit of who we are as sovereign beings. And it says that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government to affect their safety and happiness. The spirit of these words reflect inherent rights in each individual. Physical documents and words do not grant or deny rights. When you consent to these acts, these draconian acts and laws, you consent to give up your freedoms. You disempower yourself. Alternatively, you can choose not to give consent. Choice is the power of the individual to say no. Choice means you can cease to participate in a system of coercion. Non-compliance is an option. And you can ask, by what authority is your consciousness greater than mine? You can end the ruse of the public health authority. And that's all I got for today. I know we could go on and talk about other similar situations um, where we feel our rights are being withdrawn. Um, and we'll just see how it plays out. You know, the state legislature is there for us to make a difference, to connect with our legislators uh, and change the law as they did in Oklahoma. So that's one option. When those legislators no longer represent you, getting further and further away from our true representation as government. We are government. And we need to remind our legislators who they work for. So next time you're with your legislator, and I do highly recommend that you connect with your state representative, even though I talk like I do. Um, even I am talking with my state representatives uh, to work on legislation to protect access for everybody to have a choice in their healing. Um, when that doesn't work, there is also a plan B. So we need to go through the legislative process first because that's what's available to us short of tyranny and society stopping in its tracks. So when that happens, we can talk about plan B. But until next time, take care of yourselves and lots of love. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath at natureofhealing.org or you can find her books at her website and at amazon.com it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.